Alright, so I'm here with Trejo from G on the Guns. We have Rise Rooftop. They got a show tonight. Yes, sir. It, this It's not your first time in Houston proper, but it's your first time here, though, right? Yeah, it's the first time at Rise Rooftop. You guys been at the Rustic before played you Rustic. said? We Rustic. We played, uh, it's like a little barbecue enchilada joint downtown. And uh, then we played like little towns around Houston and stuff, like little county fairs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've caught your guys' show at... at uh, in spring at Rowdy's. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that, that that place is a lot of fun. That yeah, place man. is a lot of fun, man. Yeah. yeah old Big Texas. <laughs> yeah, Old Big Texas, man. Damn, it used to be big. They didn't change yeah. anything of it. They just... No, it's pretty, just the name. Pretty close, yeah. yeah it's pretty just the name, really. the same thing. Yeah. Same. You, you, you went to Big Texas before? Yeah, we played at Big Texas uh, for the first time years ago. Uh, I think we still had Chance and Adam in the band back then. But yeah, the first time we played uh, Big Texas, I think it was before the pandemic, about two years before. How how so, how long have you been with the band? I've been with the band. Uh, I've been playing with Geo since spring of 2016. Uh, we're at Larry Joe Taylor in uh, Stephenville. Yeah, and uh, it was the it was the Friday or Saturday, and he just he asked me. He's like, "Hey man, I need a full time guy. Uh, I'm playing have a couple shows next weekend," and I just called him and then showed up to the show, and then here I am today. Still, been rocking with him been since. Been rocking with him since. Yeah, yes, sir. I, I, how's it been? Because I I know I know the from back then, from yeah. back, back in 2016, the sound of the band changed a lot. Yeah. It changed. You guys used to do a lot more country. I was talking to, to John Teague from the Teague Brothers Band, yeah. and he, he was telling me that when, when him and Gio used to play together, it was just, you know, Red Dirt Country. And then um, the band definitely shifted to yeah. very rock and roll. And I fuck with it. You know, oh, yeah. you know I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, why do you think that it, that, that happened? Uh, we You know, when we first came out with that first record, uh, that, 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 that uh, the one with Rooster Tattoos on Bad Habits. The- no, uh, Rooster Tattoos is actually on the second one. Uh, but the first album is it's like Bad Habits, Change, Another Time, mm. Kentucky, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, stuff like that. And uh, I think what kind of happened was we, we released that first song, and uh, Another Time kind of took off, which is which is more of like in the wheelhouse of Red Dirt music. But then uh, another song, Change, just exploded. Now that that song is the most popular song off that album. But I think it was just an evolution of seeing how the fans reacted to when we... What the, what they wanted. Yeah, when we played more rock covers and uh, when we did the Pumped Up Kicks thing, uh, which we've been doing since the beginning. Um, and then we just... The fans' reactions, it just became a no-brainer. It's just everything we threw at them that was pretty rocking. Uh, we kind of... We kind of found the good mix. That, that's that's what people, people fed. That's yeah. what people fed off of. That's yeah. people like that, like that hard rock with like a little bit of hint of red dirt, and then people just ate it up. Yeah, and I mean, Jill's voice is good for that. You oh know? yeah, it, you know, because because he can rock out, but oh, it's, yeah. it sounds like a two thousands rock song. Oh, completely. But it's but it's still, but you can hear that. Yeah. You can hear that Stephenville in him. That for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Graham, Texas. Graham, Texas. Yeah, go Steers. Where is that? Uh, it's right by right north of PK. Uh, if you go through Minner Wells, uh, take a right at Highway 16 instead okay, of going to yeah. Palpinto, drive past Grayford, and the turn off to PK, and you, you run right into it. And it's all it's about man, it's about an hour south of Wichita Falls as well. What was it like growing up there? Uh, growing up in Graham was cool. Uh, it's kind of a little, definitely a little church town. Got about 30, 40 churches out there. Great people though. Uh, real nice. Uh, my grandparents have lived there forever. Uh, Paul and Deborah Davis, and I, it's a really nice little quiet community. Uh, yeah. I live in Stephenville currently now, but I kind of kind of go back and forth on whether I want to live in Stephenville or Graham for yeah, debating it. Yeah, kind of yeah. like, oh, but, but Graham's a great place, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll is, is that where you started playing in church in, in Graham? Or? Uh, yeah, I sang in church a little bit, and then I played in the band uh, at uh, 
uh, go the Rob and Stop and Big Blue Band. Uh, I played in junior high and high school. I played trombone, and then through there in church, and then I went to school uh, at Tarleton uh, to be a music educator and kind of picked up a couple things here and there, uh, playing with different guys. That's where I picked up the bass. Bass guitar was in college, and then kind of went from there. Kind of just kept going. So trombone is is your that's that, that's, that's that's where I started. That, that, that's that's your roots. Yep. That's your roots. It's really cool that I mean you guys bring it out. Oh yeah, on 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 your shows, it's pretty bad. Whose idea was it to do that, man? Uh, so uh, my cousin Freddie Gonzalez, he went to Tarleton with me, and uh, it was just out of the blue. And I, I'd kind of been fishing it around with Gio for a while. I was like, "What would you do if you know we just brought a tube out?" And uh, so my cousin came out to uh, you know where Silver Saloon is, yeah, in Terrell, Texas. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a TikTok or some video out there somewhere. But uh, he brought the tuba out to me, uh, and it was the first time I, I busted it out. And uh, the people around us in the back went nuts. I actually started playing it. And then one of the one of the guys who I think he worked there or something came out. And he, I was playing some rap beat on the tuba and he started rapping to it. There's a video. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, there's shit, a video out there somewhere. But yeah, it went nuts. And so the, we played it first couple of shows and then people ate it up. And so we just had to keep it, you know. That's badass. Yeah, man. I hadn't played in years. So I kind of had to like get up to speed real fast trying to trying to get it going. But. It just, it just, it just rolled the dice and it worked. So ended up getting off song. And then, and then now there's tuba in the, in, in, um, uh, what's that song from the, from uh, the album? And, we just read, uh, overrated. Overrated. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's tuba in that one. It took me a minute to hear it because yeah. it, it's like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's not very dominant yeah. sound. Is it? Yeah. But, but I, but I was listening and I was like, that's, that's tuba. That's, that's badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, but, but I haven't seen you guys bring it out when you guys do overrated. Yeah, we bring it out. We'll bring it out tonight. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, yeah, sweet. Man. Yeah, because I, I I haven't seen that yet, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's usually because yeah. I mean, you're on the base either way. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, we'll bring it out tonight. Uh, we started bringing it out probably once we knew it was going to be on the album. Uh, uh, we, we were working on that song for a little bit, and then once we knew it was going to be on the album, we definitely brought it out. So, so. The, the the new album, man, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's badass, right? It's Yo, badass. Oh, dude, I can't wait for it's, everyone to have it. I mean, I haven't heard the whole thing, but I but I I know what you guys sound like. I've heard the songs, you know, yeah. and I've heard a couple of them live. You know, we, you know mm-hmm. I caught, caught you guys a show, and, and you guys play, you know, some of the stuff, and I'm and it's it, what's to come sounds like it's badass, yep. right? Um, did you guys pitch that to to the labels before, and and that's why? Because I know Warner just picked you guys up. Yep. Right. So and, and that's a huge deal. Congratulations, by thank the way. You so much. Fucking, that's badass thank for you guys. You. Like super happy for you guys. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you guys deserve it. Um, But uh, but did you guys pitch that first or did they contact you guys? How, how did all that come about? Or uh, The sign with Warner is a lot of the hard work from our management team. Crush Music with Griff Morris and and Capone hitting us on the radio real hard. And uh, they were kind of the ones shopping us around. And it just they were in contact with Geo. And uh, they just made everything connect. Uh, we ended up having, I uh, got to talk to the Warner, uh, the guys who worked for Warner, to came out. They came out to a couple shows, and it just ended up everything just ended up falling in place. We got along really well. The conversations all went really good, and then Griff was working his ass off to make the deal work, and it worked. But, but so you, you, you guys talked to a couple other other labels. Yeah, there's before. a couple. There's a couple uh, that you guys. Were, music had a couple. Other yeah, labels that you guys come were fishing out, out yeah. to us, but. Uh, and everyone we met was great. It, it, it's been great getting to meet so many people in the music industry and stuff and uh, getting to have dinner and just have talks and pick their brains and just try to get to that next level of, you know, business person in the music world. You know, you, you're all, we're always trying to work on our craft musically. And then 
it's nice to get to sharpen the blade a little bit against some of these other minds yeah. who've been in the game for a long time and uh, kind of get their perspective and, you know, what their thoughts are. And uh, their work ethic and stuff is insane. Some yeah, of those you, guys. You, you can always learn something. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's 100%. I mean, there's, I mean, the, the, it, it's complex. People, yeah. uh, a, a lot of people that, that, that don't know the music industry, they just like music and just right. go to shows. They, they, they just see guys that just go up on stage, play a show, and that's it. But that's I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. It's a lot of hard work. You know, it's a lot oh, of yeah. sacrifice, a lot of time. You know? Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really badass that you guys, you guys did that. It's, it's really cool. Tell me, um, t- tell me about how how it's been since. I mean, the the difference. Did, did you expect the band to to be where it is to take you where where you are? I mean, yep. I, I know it's it's a big transition for you to somebody ask you to play full time, and you know you're putting all your eggs in one basket at, right. at that point. You know you're putting right. a lot into it. So I mean, is is this what you expect to come out from it, or was it more? Was it faster than you thought? Was it slower? Uh, I think it all happened at the right right amount of time uh, for me anyways because I, I started with Geo back in 2016 uh, and I was with the band a year and a half and we didn't have any music released um, so it took uh, it took us a while to get the wheel rolling but I feel like everything happened the way it was supposed to like I feel like it's good for us to release that first album and grind it out and then uh, our first big break was we were playing South by Southwest in 2018 uh, and uh, we got the attention of John Folk at Red 11 and uh, Gio had a meeting with him the following week at the TCMAs and then just one or I think it was like the Christian Country Music Awards, something like that up in Fort Worth. And then uh, everything kind of snowballed from there a little bit. That kind of got us to that like regional level, getting with Red 11. And then uh, we got on Crush Music's radar and Griff's radar and he came out to a show at St. Joe, Texas uh, over at the barbecue spot. And uh, that really got the snowball rolling. And that it's been fast uh, since we've joined Crush. It's been just a snowball downhill, which is great uh, after putting so many, in so many years of work. But I think feel like we got a good like we got a good foundation. Like we got a good foundation to bounce back from and think on and really look towards the future and just keep grinding. And we're all we're all open minded, trying to get to that next level and what it takes. You know, sometimes you have to change some things or quirk some things, or and none of us are afraid of that. And I think that's why that's allowed us to grow like we have is when none of us are afraid of you know trying something new we, we kind of since the beginning we we're kind of that band that kind of threw spaghetti against the wall to see what stuck yeah and if something stuck then we're like okay that's it that's that's what we're going to chase after and uh we didn't really ever think about oh if something failed you know we didn't dwell on it. we're just like okay that just didn't work this didn't work yeah. what, what what did work what did you know work? What, yeah. what 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 do we learn from exactly. it? exactly pretty much exactly. yeah that's that, that's that's really badass tell me because uh, i mean you're mentioning y- your management team and and how mm-hmm. the, how it helped you out and how all these things got the ball rolling where does it help the most to have a good management team or to have somebody that 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 looks at that hears you guys and is willing to help out what where, where do they play a big role uh, they play a big role on taking uh, taking really important tasks that sometimes you don't realize are that important and uh, taking it off your plate and then putting it onto themselves, like social media, marketing, um, talking to labels, like being your representative to these really high up guys. Because sometimes, you know, you're just you're so you just feel like when you're trying to get to the next level, you get thrown. You're like a fish, a big fish in a little pond. But then you go to the next, you know, sea. And there's all these other big fishes around and it's, it's now you're the small guy yeah, again and you're yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. And it's good to have that backup, that management team that can kind of guide you. And so you don't get lost. Cause I feel like when you, when you grow and you climb that next rung on the ladder, it's easy to look around and get lost. 
just look around and just be like, oh, man, there's, there's so many options. There's so many ways to go. And, and I feel like it is kind of that way. The bigger you get as an artist, there's just more. There's just more opportunities, more stuff going on, more the the map to success becomes com- just comes a crazy roadmap. And I think where management comes in is they're really good at guiding you and keeping you focused on what you need to do to be successful. And uh, Crushes does, does a great job at that. They, they keep us really focused. They keep our eye on the prize. And uh, they do the same thing themselves. And they they they're, they have the work ethic I feel like this band has had since day one. And it's a great match. It's been a great match since the beginning. Uh, and we just got with Warner, but I have a feeling that it's going to be kind of the same boat there. Yeah, no, it it it, it's, it seems like it's a good fit. Yeah. I was I was talking to Los and yeah. and he was telling me, you know, how 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 everything worked out between between the label and you yeah. know the, the talks and stuff. And yeah, it seemed like it's a great match. It, yeah. se- it seems like you know you, you guys made the right decision, you know, for sure. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's it, it's it's pretty cool to see, man. Um, tell me about tell me about road stories, man. Like how, how, road stories. Yeah, and I I know there's a lot of crazy ones. I've I've hung out with these guys a couple times, and I know they're. <laughs> I know, I know they're uh, they're a pretty wild crowd. So, uh, one of my favorite, uh, I don't know, the first one that popped in my head is talking about funny, funny road stories. Is uh, one time Carlos was a little sick on the road, and we were driving back. I think it might have been from the Houston area. I'm not sure, but everyone's asleep in the van. We're we're just rolling back, and all of a sudden you hear just someone go, <laughs> and then. <laughs> All of a sudden, you hear Milton pick his. He gets up. You see him pick his head up. You just hear Milton go, "Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker just threw up." <laughs> and Carl's had this tortilla blanket, and he had just coated it in what uh, looked like if you ever been to Chewy's, just jalapeno ranch sauce, just white nasty throw up. It fits. It was on the tortilla at least. Yeah, at least it was on the tortilla. <laughs> yeah, throw the, he was his favorite blanket. We need to get him another tortilla blanket. Let's let's start. It's, a, it's those big ass yeah, ones, the, when the fan, circular yeah, ones. Yeah, one of your fans out there get Carlos another tortilla blanket. Yeah, he threw up all over us. But uh, yeah, it's uh, that was that was one that sticks with me. And then uh, of course, you know, having to stop and check the food out is is definitely one of the top things. Check all the dining. We just went to a sushi place earlier, that canal sushi place. Yeah. Right on the street. Yeah, I know. We went there during happy hour and we just all the prices are so low. We were just like they had four dollar sushi and like all this other stuff. And we were just out there. It was me, Jerry, uh, our merch guy, uh Jack, our front of house, and uh and yonder, and we were just out there just buying everything on the happy hour menu, just going just going crazy. And then uh of course, Gio's always a hoot. It's always fun having him around. He always yeah. has something to say. He is probably one of the, you know, they always talk about, you know, Michael Jordan being like the best shit talker ever. Gio's definitely up there. This is good shit talker. Oh, he's the best. He's he's yeah. good at making me mad. I think that's good around being on the team is that he knows how to poke and prod people. I think he also knows when to stop. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's funny. What's cool about the band is that all, all you guys seem to mesh real well. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's no. You know, like sometimes it's like, oh, he's just in the band or whatever. Yeah. But but you guys, you guys definitely like you guys are friends yeah, uh, outside of it, which is pretty cool. But uh, what's it, it's 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 cool to see because all you guys have a big personality. Yes, sir. Like every person, even your merch guy fucking is like you guys have a big personality. So oh, it's yeah. cool to see that you guys are able to mesh well, because usually a lot of guys with big personalities, you know, they'll butt heads. Right. And I'm sure you guys do every now and yeah, then. But, yeah. You know, but that, that's that's natural, you know. Yeah. Um, what's, what's, a, what's a venue that you play that you think definitely is, is like a core memory show or something that, 
just shot you up into a different headspace in the game? Uh, definitely this past uh, last year's Larry Joe was insane. I, I heard about I wanted to go to that. That, that one. Yeah. Uh, that most recent memory, just Stevenville showing up. Uh, we played right before uh, Flatland. And another big thing was uh, I was probably one of the most nervous I've ever been. I, we had to play after uh, Cody Canada the departed and playing after Cody and Plato and all that. It's just I was just like, man, I, I, I do not deserve to play after these guys. These but, guys are great. You know, I'm going to I'm You know what's crazy, it. dude? I, I don't, when she was trying to contact you earlier, we could have got Cody Cannon on the podcast today. We would have had to drive out to Huntsville and, oh, then, and then drive man. back. He was down. We were talking. We were in contact. and But it, the timing just yeah. didn't work out. So I was like, you know, we had to let that one go for now. For now, yeah. I definitely want Cody Cannon on. Oh, he's great. But he's a badass dude, you know, like, and, yeah. and he's, he's one of the guys that paved the way yeah. for the, for, for, for the rocker Texas scene, yeah. you know, like definitely like it, you, you can hear it, you know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, he's a badass guy. Man, they'll have that story, that song, Never Smoke Weed with Willie again. Yeah. Uh, that happened to Milton, but it was with Cody Canada. We went on his bus and, uh, Cody let Milton hit some greens. And uh, since that night, Milton won't touch it. He, he he got so sick. I don't know what it is. He got nauseous. He got, that's happened to me before. Yeah, he just like he's yeah. like, no nah, man, I'm not, I'm when, not smoking weed ever again. What, I was like, no. Yeah, that, that that's happened. I've I've overdone it. I've yeah. overdone it a couple of times, and I I end up getting nauseous, and I'm like, yeah. I can't. Like it's so I've I've thrown up before. Oh yeah, that's yeah. What happened to Milton. He just yeah he tried to make it to his truck, and ended up blowing chunks all over his yeah. truck. It was. Yeah, it's crazy how it can do that though. Like, oh, yeah. you know, but yeah, definitely, you know, if, if yeah. you don't, if you're not a regular smoker or if you don't, you know, don't over fucking do it. Yeah. You know, I, I used to have friends that used to like always try to one up each other. Yeah. And I used to look at them like they're retarded. I was like, bro, like, are you, why? You know, like, why are you trying to, it's not even you know, fun being that high. Yeah. Like, dude, just, like, now I'm just going to sit there like a couch potato. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, bro, like, I want to, I want to chill. I want to still be able to talk. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck just staring at the wall, just, you know. In, in your thoughts and shit, yeah. But um, tell me about t- tell me about how it's been with. Um, I mean, you, you've been you've been in in the band since 2016. That's a long time. Um, a lot of the other members are a lot greener than you. Mm-hmm. Not a lot greener. You, yeah. The guys have been together for a while, but yeah. I mean, h- how how's it been like picking up new band members and and you know like learning to mesh with them and learning you know practicing together and making sure that you know like everything flows. Yeah. Um. It's been good. Uh, you know, most recently we picked up Brandon and he meshed really well. And he just, he came in and had his own kind of style and flair to him. Uh, but he's, he's here and he's here to work. And uh, once, once band members get in, I feel like they, they find the sense of like, hey, we just want everyone to be as good as they can be. And we just kind of support each other in that. Uh, and we're always pushing each other on different, different aspects because, you know, there's a lot more to being a band member than playing. You know, the lot goes into it. Like who, what kind of person are you on the road and like uh, what do you bring? How well do you get along with others? You know, uh, trying to, and trying to help others around you get better. So it's, it's all a big package um, uh, to bring in, to be a band member, but everyone comes in just usually every, every member we've had just have just came in and just made the band better in some way for sure. They, they all sense it. And when, we have a really good great group of guys right now. And I think, we're definitely the strongest cohesive group we think we've been since yeah. I've been in the band for sure. Yeah, right we now. we I, we talked to Brandon recently. Yeah. We talked to him and he and and he said he was he was like, dude, this this feels right. Hell yeah, it feels right. You know, like it's 
it, it, it's one of those things where, yeah, because you can be the best bassist, best guitarist, best drummer, but if you don't mesh, and, right. you know, if, if you don't get along with them, like, right. I mean, who the fuck wants you on a tour bus <laughs> with them all the time? You know, Hell like, no. it, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah um, who's who's your favorite in the band? Oh man, you're gonna be in trouble. I'm gonna on get this you in one. trouble, man. I'm gonna get you in trouble. You're gonna get me in trouble. Who's your favorite? One. I'll, I'll let you pick two. I'll let you pick two. Actually, it, it, uh, not just the band, the whole team. Yeah, man. Uh, I really, I get along really well with Jared Felucci. Um, he's he's definitely like a brother, like family to me. He was I was a big fan of him before, and it was a weird situation. I was a really big fan of him and all the work he had done before he was in the band. So I was really excited. But uh, getting to know him has been really great. We, we hit it off right away. What what work has he done before? Uh, he was in Dolly Shine, and he was oh. on the he was on the, he was in the Sam Riggs camp, and he did uh, he did recording work on both of those. And then he was with Co Wetzel uh, for a small stint, and he did a lot of work on the uh, Austin uh, Austin song. Yeah, and so I uh, didn't know he was with Dolly Shine or with Sam Riggs. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I like Dolly Shine. Mm -hmm. They they fell off the map, you know. But I mean, but they, they're they're a good yeah. band. And oh yeah. Then, Sam Riggs. Did you know that Sam Riggs is making a comeback? He, he's been living in Canada for the, or in Alaska for the last year. Yeah, I saw something about that on social. Yeah, I, I saw it earlier today, actually. That, yeah. yeah, and he's, he's, he's making a comeback show in, um, San Antonio or oh, nice. somewhere, uh, somewhere here yeah. in Texas. But yeah, so it, it's pretty cool. But Sam Riggs, you know, he's, he's also another guy that, that, you know, hit, yeah. hit, hit it off in, the more rocker scene or whatever. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. I didn't know he worked with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I have to, I have to give a shout out to my boy, Gio. We've been through we've been through hell and everything together. We even make jokes about what it was like back in the day, you know, just being startups. And uh, <laughs> you're spilling your beer all over the place, man. my fucking beer. I hey, missed my dude, mouth. I remember my first beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but no, I got to show a lot of love to Gio. Uh, we've... We've played together, wrote together, been friends for a long time. We were friends for about a year and a half before I joined the band. And it's been a fun journey. And uh, definitely a lifelong friend, definitely someone that uh, I look up to him in, in a lot of ways. And I, I feel like that's reciprocated through him, yeah, by him in, in a couple ways. And we just push each other to be better. It's that good relationship where uh, you see the good in each other and then you just work. Like you're like you, 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 yeah, you, you, yeah, you know where where, yeah. where the flaws are, and you could be like, yeah. "Hey, man, we definitely let's yeah, yeah let, let's work on this together," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah we definitely improve, and it's always great when you find those relationships where you improve each other as friends. Like you, you improve each other as men through the friendship, and I feel like it's definitely one of those. Yeah, those, sure are, the, the, those yeah. are the those those are the yeah. friendships people need. Oh yeah, and no, and and and, yeah. and I've seen them. You know, like I've, I've been a fan of this dude forever. You know, like okay. so, and and he's a hard worker, dude. Like, oh yeah. He's, He's one of those guys, like, he likes to party, he likes to have fun, yeah. and he's a funny guy, and, you know, like, he's very charismatic and things, but when it comes down to business, you know, he he, he, yeah. he knows oh, yeah. he, he knows where his where his goals are and stuff, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. Where, 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 where are your goals for the man? Where, where, where do you see, where, where do you see this taking you? Um, my, man, we've gotten so big and, and, and accomplished so much that definitely last year, uh, the goals I had last year have all definitely been superseded, um. As a band, uh, the couple goals would just be to maintain uh, maintain a really good touring schedule and uh, just keep the ball rolling, uh, try to stay on top of our game, make the live show as good as possible. I know that's the next that's the big goal for this last half of the year, and then the next first half of the year is just I know we want to bring a lot of 
new elements, visual elements to our show, really make, really dial in the sound, get all the best equipment we can get. The and best then, lighting. Yeah, the- but yeah, and then focus after we get all the, after we get all the sound out of the way, focus on the lighting and focus on bringing a new re-energized, cool light show, cool energy to the fans because they, they deserve it. Our fans deserve a really badass show. And that's definitely what our focus, our focus is on uh, definitely improving the live show yeah. over the next couple, over the next few years or over the next 2023. Yeah. And then definitely trying to get in and write a new album for y'all in and, 2023 would be and a, I think, another man, big goal. And I think, I'm fucking looking forward to it. I'm excited yeah. for this one that, that hasn't even come out. I'm already looking forward to the next yeah, one. Yeah, man. You know, but um, yeah, no, and uh, and definitely like with, with good lighting for sure, sound is everything in the yeah. show, but with good lighting, oh, yeah. the, the crowd gets gets more into it, but so does the band. Oh, yeah. You know, when, when, when there's better lighting, it just feels bigger. It feels yeah. like, a, and, and I mean, it, that's what it is. It's show business. It is a show. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and you guys, how, how important is it? Obviously, good music and, you know, like that streaming and all that is very important. But how important are live shows in comparison, man? Like, because there's a lot of people that try to make it on TikTok and just do right. that kind of shit, you know, but um, how important is live shows in, in comparison? Well, important. What the, best, the good thing about live shows is live shows are what's going to resell your tickets. Your live show is why pick, people buy a second, third, fourth, fifth all the way to 10th, 20th ticket. The people who go to 10 shows are the people who have seen the live show once, loved it, and come back. So to me, the live show is extremely important. That's how you retain your fans. you got social media and stuff on there, and that's your first impression. So they see the first impression, hear the first impression, they're like, okay, I'm going to come to my first show. But if your live show ain't shit, their chances of coming to a second show go way down. You know what I mean? So I feel like you just have to bring it. You have to be yourself. You have to be on. You have to put on an honest show, honestly be yourself, and then also put on a badass version of that. And I think you'll you'll have fans coming back. Be your most badass self. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be yourself, but your most badass yeah, self. Be your most badass version. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. And and what's really cool is is that is that I, I think honestly that your most loyal fans come from live shows. Oh yeah. You know, like it's it's like you you'll get. And like you said, it's the coming back, you know, it's the, and then them telling their friends about it. And it's yeah. like, Hey, look, you got to come see this. Oh yeah. You know, like it's, you know, like for example, Elvis, right. Mm-hmm. The, the Elvis's manager was one of those guys that he worked in the circus industry, right. Before. Yeah. And he knew that it was like, Hey, look, if, if I can make them feel something, even if it's wrong for yeah. them to see it, right. Like conjointed twins or like yeah. shit like that. They were, he was like, he was like, if I can make people want to see it and make them feel something, yeah. He was like, "Well, they can come back." And people and he knew that Elvis made them feel a certain type of way when he performed and he was like, "This is this is what it is." So, I mean, definitely like live shows, that's where you get the most important things. Um tell us where we can find you your socials, the band socials, what yeah, you guys man. got coming up. I know October 28th is your your guys' new album coming out. Yep. Super excited about that. You guys can find it anywhere you get your music. But uh, but uh, tell me socials and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, band socials. Uh, I think across everything: Twitter, TikTok, Instagram is going to be Geo and the Guns, and then uh, on Facebook, just the whole band name Giovanni and the Hired Guns. Uh, my socials: uh, you got Trejo GTHG on Instagram, Alex Sean Trejo on Facebook, uh, Twitter. I think it's Geo Trejo. It's Trejo GTHG. Sorry, uh, I don't get on Twitter much. I need to start, but 